Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from Beyond the Dice. Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I'm your Dungeon Master Luke and your players are... Ben, I play Cortain, a level 4 fighter. Jeff, I play Gage, a level 4 human wizard. Peter, I'm playing Spigs, or Spigston, a level 4 dwarf artificer. And this is Captain Awesome, coming at ya, also known as Trav, Little Moss, level 4 half-orc monk. Alright, so for our listeners, we just want to give you a um, kind of little update. We had some pretty um, annoying audio problems, and we had to sort of start the episode uh, again. You wouldn't hear about it. So you're all, all of you guys get a call from Thundergunk and he says, I've got a job for you. What's the job, Thundergunk? Hey boys, this job is titled Rich Boy Grounded. Now there's going to be a gladium, a fight club in the basement of this, uh, this big building in the broadside. And now the broadside is like, uh, it's like the, the entertainment district of New Etika. It's got heaps of casinos and clubs and uh, there's like stadiums and stuff in there. Uh, picture it as like a massive Las Vegas. He continues saying, In this building, at this fight club, there are plenty of high echelon rich kids. And they, they attend these fights and wager tens and hundreds of thousands on credits of the fighter. There's an underground car park. And now it's basically a showroom of hover cars and high value ground cars. Now, our client have hired you guys to get into this fight club, leave at a certain time, and steal some of these amazing cars. There are two in particular that the client has selected that you will need to steal, but the other three cars that you take are up to you. They have to be very, very valuable cars. So we get we get out at a certain time. Does it have to be in 60 seconds? <laughs> I'm not sure if it has to be in 60 seconds, but you're going to have to be fast and you're going to have to be furious. Yeah. That's a lot more relevant. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff that sort of happened and a little bit of role play that fell out a little just a little just a little bit um that that went astray um so we're um we're starting off um on this new mission i'll play some audio from episode 24 um where a gun thunder Kunk is giving the our mercs our players um their mission did i say thunder <laughs> close Thundergunk. But you just said it then. Yeah. <laughs> Thundergunk. He said, he said thunder. Well, it, was, oh, it was horrible. Whatever it's it was. like, and our mate's fucking <laughs> was just like, yeah, he gave us a bit. Yeah, us a fucking Thundergunk. He was, he was giving our, our mercenary friends the mission, um, oh, which was dear. to get into the car park of this building, 
when there is a fight club going on called the Gladium. They want to steal four cars uh, and escape with those cars, delivering them at a train depot in Lower Etica, uh, and then um, basically fleeing the scene, and then they'll get paid. So we did some planning and stuff, uh, which we'll we'll redo, but we're going to do it in more of a fast way of gathering information. So the players are going to tell me what information they want. I will tell them to make a skill check of some type, and then I'll give them that information. So after all that, let's do this. Okay, so Gage is going to start by trying to find out um, basic information about the place and then trying to, like, uh, like opening times... uh, general information about the venue itself um, where we kind of park where it looks like we kind of park and then from there um, also he's going to try and hack in and get a more detailed layout of the area on top of that okay Um, what I can give you for free before you do your roll Balrun Incorporated make um, metals and plastics usually lightweight metals Um, they're, they're building the actual building itself Balrun Incorporated Tower in Broadside is open from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. at night. There is a um, there is a security force that is by Nightwell Incorporated. That's the security guards that they um, that Bellroon use. Um, and there are eight underground car park levels slash storage areas. So we can't assault from the sky. Yeah, unless you parachute all the way down from the sky to the ground and then go in the underground car park. <laughs> sure. But that's up to you. So that's okay. the free information um, that you yeah, that you can gather. Just quickly, so what district is it actually in? Like, what sort of district? It is in Broadside, which is a... Uh, think of LA and Las Vegas smashed together. Um, so there are high high-rise buildings and uh, apartments and then casinos entertainment venues stadiums uh any anything that would entertain people in sort of a sci-fi setting is is there but specifically this place isn't right because i thought it, I, I thought it was so this place is more of like an industrial kind of or uh, sorry a more commercial no what's the third one like uh, um, a building, an office building. Yeah. So it, the, oh, okay, okay. This is where all their admin and probably maybe some research and stuff is done in this commercial? tower. Um, and yeah, commercial stuff. Uh, but all the manufacturing is actually done down in Lower Etica somewhere in one of their warehouse buildings or whatnot. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Mm. Okay. What okay. do I know? Do I know anything or can I find anything out about this security force that they use? Okay, cool. Um, you can roll um, an organization check, which is basically <laughs> a religion check. Ten. Ten. Okay, so Nightwell Incorporated, what you know about them is they um, they dabble in some robotics, uh, wearable electronics, security gear, some weapons, and then they have their own uh, private security force that they um, gear up with their own, say, products uh, and various other corporations and companies and organizations hire the Nightwell security to protect and serve and secure. So they're pretty, they seem fairly well-equipped and fairly, fairly well-trained. Yeah, um, on the scale, Nightwell is a medium 
sized company, which is still pretty big in Nuetica. Um, so it's still pretty, pretty good. Um, Nightwell is an up and comer in the, um, in the corporation world. They're maybe 10 years old, but they've risen those ranks, um, pretty quickly. Mm. Okay, guys. So what's, what's the game plan going to be? Do we want to try and get one of us in as a fighter or do we just want to try and bribe our way in or oh oh i'll fight i'll it? fight oh i want to be punched and slapped i can't wait all right so <laughs> what are we what are we gonna need for that like well 16 year old kid has some fetishes so yeah, we man. can try and do the social media account thing again um try and set you up as a fighter uh should we try and get any contacts it's pretty late notice trying we're trying to get in early oh oh i know some people in security too oh pick me Okay. All right. So, what are you gonna? What do you want to do with your contacts with security? Oh, well, I just want to see if there's a way in. Like, I want to get like a scope the layout and like see what's what and see if there's. Um, we can maybe get them to look the other way. All right. Um. What do you want to roll for it? Some sort of charisma check, probably. Ah, uh, charism is one option. So, um, like, um, persuasion, intimidation. Deception. I was thinking intimidation. Um, right. I'm gonna just. I think I might blackmail an old friend. All right, do it. Roll. Oh, oh, that's a seventeen. Oh, come on now, come on now, little moss. Oh, no, no, none of this, none of this. Uh, uh, look, please don't tell my wife, please. It's like I know what you did. You shouldn't have slapped her that hard, man. She never woke up. Man, she was at the door and she was constantly yelling in our faces. How's that any different to your wife? Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> nah, well, just seriously though, you shouldn't have done that. She was an orc and she was three times the size of me. I didn't think I'd be able to hit her so hard. Must be this augment. Oh man. You hit her with your augment. Look, look, okay, okay. I can I can do two things for you. I can tell you there's a security setup for um for the gladium. Um, heading down into the fourth level, they're going to be checking uh, checking cars and taking credits for entry. Um, or I can I can see if I can get you a um, an in like a, a, a maybe an introduction with Nightwell. I don't know if they'll um, if they're hiring at the moment, but uh, it's a possibility, man. Mate, th- this is life and death stuff that I'm keeping for you. All right, you need to get me a way in, and you need to get me an introduction. If you don't get me both of those things, it goes live in two hours. Get back to me and I hang up. Cool. Um, you're order 17. So he sends you an SMS saying that if you, basically, if you give them. Wait, wait. Okay, got it. Sweet. Um, <laughs> hey, man, if you give security guards 300 creds, they won't ask no questions. Just have a decent car. That's all. Otherwise, they won't let you in. That's all, right. all I got for you. Sad face, so, clown face, alligator, orc, eggplant. Orc, orc face, augment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how how do we get these cars out? I pass that on to the group. What if what if uh, Spigs uses his connections to get us a fancy car? Maybe one of his other mechanic friends knows of one. Oh, yes. oh nice. Yeah, we just use one of the ones there that are doing up. All right. Um, so, what what skill are you going to use? Because uh, are you going to try and convince one of your uh, mechanic friends to loan you a car that he's repairing, or what? What? what what's? What do you want to try and? How do you want to do it? How do you want to approach this? Well, what are we going to do with the car when we get it in there? Because 
we need to get four cars out and there's four of us. And if we just leave a car behind after we've stolen a lot of good cars, they're going to be like, where'd this car come from? It came from this mechanic. Yeah, we, could all jump on, we could jump on my hoverboard and then we could take it with us. Aki walks past because you guys are all in the um, the crooked candle. I forgot to say, you guys are in the crooked candle in the basement level where you sort of do all your planning and your um, your resting between missions and stuff like that. Aki walks past a little goblin who helps run the bar above, uh, and he says, "Hey, yeah, 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 um, Spigs, you do you have like a, a sort of a a tow truck or anything? Maybe you can take that down there and." Um, convince him that you're there to tow any cars that might wreck themselves while they're messing around or whatever. I don't know. It's just a thought. That's a terrible idea, Aki. He puts down four you beers back to and then uh, he says, sorry, what'd you say? It's- That's a terrible idea. Hey, uh, guys, you got this really good idea. How about we use a tow-away truck? <laughs> he goes up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, as sad. Lady, it looks like really sad. Did you call it a tow-away truck? Yeah, that's the... Tow-away truck. Huh. No, oh, fair enough. I usually people, you know, shorten it to just tow truck. No, no, no. This is this is future. It's tow away truck. Yeah, a tow future. truck is when it's in the shape of a tow. Oh, right. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. Continue. We could use my tow away truck to, like, you know, get out, get ourselves in there. Just um, as a DM, I'm not saying do that. I was just. Aki was walking past, <laughs> giving an example. If you want to try something else, like get, already getting a, um, you know, some sort of uh, nice car to get in there, go ahead. Absolutely, go ahead. Look, we we could maybe <clears throat> look. Maybe we could. Well, my friends has got like a, a car we could use, but we don't like tell him borrow it. We steal his car, and then he can report it as stolen. We get it into that place, and we can leave it there, and it won't link back to him. Seems like a seems like a good idea. Better than Aki and his tow truck idea. <laughs> Stupid Aki. Little, little do you know, Aki is standing on the stairs carrying a, a bowl of crispy Cheetos. He hears Cortain say that. A single tear rolls down his face, <laughs> trips onto the floor, and he slowly goes back upstairs with his Cheetos. Oh poor Aki. Alright, so what what if what if wait if we, um, why don't we just steal the car from your friend? Like, could we just steal it and use that as one of the cars that we need to hand in? But they specifically wanted four from the car park. I don't think we can just get them four random cars. But once, once that car it's is like, in it's there. Not, it's not really, my friend doesn't have really, really good cars. This car probably just sneak us into this party. Well, okay. Cause, cause. We could just, because once that car is in there, then technically that's a car that went to the party and we could just steal, like, take it from there. No? Okay. All right. I don't understand. It, well, it's not. We're bringing it, though. It doesn't count. Why not? It's there. <laughs> We've already stolen it. Okay. It doesn't meet the minimum requirements for the the reward. All right, then. Okay. If, if you check, if you check Thunder Gunk's. Actual mission requirements. Oh, that makes sense. I find that that always makes it less fun. <laughs> so, do we need to try? Do we need to try and steal this car? That, or do you, or yeah, or how do you roll to try and take your friend's car? I think, um, we could. Just... 
I think some like Spigs knows where the car is. He can either um, somebody can roll stealth and then try and um, take it if you want. I'll do it. Cool. Spigs Spigs tells you where where the keys are in the guy's garage, just around the corner from Spigs's shop. It's his, it's in his lunchbox underneath his sandwich. It's <laughs> very specific. Okay, I we know where Peter keeps his car keys. Everyone, I roll a I roll a ghetto crit. Oh, nice ghetto crit! So you sneak into this um this garage. This friend of Speaks is also a um he's a mechanic. He works he works mainly on cars, not really gadgets or tools or anything like that. He just sort of fixes and does up cars. Um, you see, you watch for a little while. You see him walk away. Goes inside his um inside the sort of shop area, the office area. You see his lunchbox on a tool bench. You go lift up his sandwich. You go to the car, which is a um an SX Raptor. It's a nice older sports car. There's a few little um sort of uh, places on it that need painting over because he's still fixing it up. Uh, but it's still pretty nice, and uh, it basically looks like a um. Maybe a 1980s Ferrari, um, but it's, yeah, it's it's sort of a um, burgundy color. It's got some little like a splotch, a couple splotches on the bonnet and the um, right hand panel that are unpainted. But you get in, you turn the engine on, and you um, drive it out like stealthily, or I just like rip it. Well, you rolled stealth, but you can rip it if you want, baby. I ripped it. You rip it like a fucking band-aid and a cool kid. I don't care about band-aids. Rip. You tear up the asphalt and you speed down the street. The guy runs out of his his office and he's like, No! My SX Raptor! Those damn kids on my lawn! And then you see him um, flick out his little communicator and he presses on the screen and he says... Uh, Darkhaven District, NEPD, now! And then it cuts back to Little Moss speeding through the streets with his sunglasses on, the top down. And what else do you guys want to know? Um, Gay just wants to try and access the the security system inside, like inside the company, trying to get access to their internet connection and get through into the... Um, from from there into the actual system itself to f- try and hack in. Okay, so you want to go there to do so? No, he's going to try and do it. Um, no, it's impossible to even do that. Yeah, actually, yeah, he will go down. Yeah, he'll go down there in his car and try and access it remotely. Like, All right. Yeah. You um during the day before we before our mission. <laughs> you get out of your car. You first in the, you park in the first level of the car park underneath for all visitors and um and customers or whatever, and you walk up to the elevator. Um, are there any Is kind it? of, are there any kind of? Well, he checks. Are there any kind of wireless networks around? Um, there are, there's some wireless, but it's more more it's it's sort of like, um, low signal down here. It's it's all wireless from above. Can I see if there's any security around the there around? Are, there are cameras. You can just see them around the elevator. Yep. Uh, but there are no security guards in the first level here. Yep. So 
You said there was a screen? There is well? a screen. Yeah, next to uh, the elevator. Okay. Um, Gage is going to just walk up to the screen and, get, and lean against the wall next to it. Are there any like ports that he can see there? Uh, like any ports connect to the network? Uh, no, but you can probably move some... Like you can pry some panels out or something if you want. Um, he's going to just casually try and stealthily just grab like pry open a panel. All right. Like, so the cameras can't really see. It looks like he's just leaning against the wall. It's kind of like just as he as he grabs a panel. Maybe um, stealth or sleight of hand. You choose. They're both the same. <laughs> stealth. Actually, do I have a thing that helps? Do I have anything that helps with stealth? Nope. Oh yes, crit. Critical hit. Twenty-two. Nice. That crit. All right. You're like leaning against it. It cuts to. Um, Nightwell security guards in a monitoring room and they um, they're checking all the cameras and one of them stops clicking on a um, sort of digital touchpad on stops on the camera that you're on and you're just leaning up against it and it cuts back to you and you've got like some of your hacking tools and like a screw like the really thin screwdriver and you pry off a little panel you um, pull out a tiny little cable plug it into the side of your arm cuts back to him and it just looks like you're leaning there waiting for the elevator. He taps on the screen, moves to a different camera. Do you want me to ha- hack from here? Yeah, roll a hacking check. 18. All right. Oh, sorry. No, ghetto, ghetto 20. Oh, ghetto grid. Yes. So you, um, you know that this is really high-level software security. You can um, learn information, but if you're to break through and change anything or try and take files or anything like that, you're going to have to roll again, and it will. You, I can tell you it will be harder. It'll be over an 18 roll to break in and take information. You can simply break in and read information, but stealing things like codes um, or anything like that, that'll be a lot harder of a roll. Come on, dude. You just rolled two 20s. You can do it. <laughs> Triple down. All right. What information would I try and get, though? Um, what What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to try and find out, like, the routine of the night. Like, if there's any kind of, like, files, like a um, like a wiki, internal wiki or anything like that about what's going on. Yeah. Or any kind of plans or messages. Emails. Emails. Gets access to emails going in and out. Try and find out what's going on. Going on about what? The night itself and how it's going to run. The night shift. Or the gladium. Yeah. For gladium. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to use arcane hacking for this as well. All right. To to roll twice. Well, just 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 to... Just quickly. You have done enough to read information. Right? Yep. To take information like codes or download emails or download databases. That'll require another um, hacking roll. Hacking check. But if you just simply want to read it, you can. To investigate things, to see if talk, people are talking about the Gladium, that will inc- that will need an inv- investigation role. T- okay. So, on, so if, instead if, of you, if you want to steal steal information, like, co- like codes for doors, that sort of stuff, you will need to roll a, like a hacking check. But if you want to like investigate information that you can openly read now that you've un- that you've like hacked into the system... Because you're just you're just sitting in the system when you're reading things, but yep. to actually actually download it into your database, that's going to be harder. 
Okay. So let's do investigation first and see what information we get. And then from there, I'll find out if I need any codes or anything like that. Cool. Yeah. So that's 16 for investigation. 16 for investigation. Okay. You find an email from a lawyer named Thom Brookfield. And he's sending it to uh, one of the... Somebody on the board of Bell Rune Incorporated. And he's saying, Hey, Tally, I just got my new Elvistre Solaris 88. I'll bring, I'm going to bring it to the Gladium tomorrow night. You'll be able to see it in all its beautiful, beautiful glory. Can't wait to um, see some of those brutes smash each other to death. Um, and have a few drinks and maybe a bump of um, psycho dust and then a winky face. Okay. Now, the Alvistre Solaris 88 racer, that is one of the cars on your list that you need to get. Mm-hmm. So you know that's going to be there and you know the owner is Tom Brookfield and he's a lawyer from Reld and Brookfield Law Firm. Okay. Uh, other information you learn is that on the night shift, there are going to be two security guards, Nightwell security guards based out the front of the building, another four to six rotating through the lobby and the first few floors. Um, there will be some Nightwell security guards uh, in a special event uh, on level four, but you're not sure how many it doesn't say. Okay. So, um, so I'm going to do Digital Phantom yep. first. So, basically, um, Digital Phantom is a techno technomagic spell. This spell works to actively hide your presence within a computer system. For the spell's duration, you and any other users you choose on the local network gain a 10 plus to intelligence checks to avoid detection by admins, robots, tracking software, and the like. Whenever you and your chosen users leave any computer system you're working in, um, this, while the spells in fact all trace of your previous presence in that system is erased alright cool so I'm going to do that um, spend one of my second level slots and I'm going to try and hack in to find out like information about the security system and if there's a way I can um, leave something in there so I can get back in easily later to like open a door or something like that cool Cool. So I'm gonna roll. Is, this is making sure that you're um you're not detected when you do so. Correct. And awesome. it gives me a pl- yeah. And it's a so does it do a plus ten to this check as well, or does it? Or it's a if if I fail, then it's a plus ten to find out if I'm detected. Um, I would say it's a plus ten to the roll. Okay. So it's a plus seventeen. Not. Whew. So that's thirty-seven. All right. And what do you what do you want? What information do you want? So basically, I want access to be able to unlock the system if needed. Um, so, like, get through a door or something like that. Or just, yeah, information about the security and to be able to get in later, turn off the doors. Okay. With that role, you get a. Um, you basically get a deadlock code. Mm-hmm. So, codes change every night, but this deadlock code, if there is a lockdown. Um, or if there's any sort of lock, you can use this deadlock and it bypasses everything. Um, so that um, basically it's what like the CEO, the CTO, sort of board members and stuff might use in an emergency. 
Um, so you can use that. You've got cool. that code for this building. Cool. Well, Gage unplugs and walks away. Security guard taps on his little screen. It cuts back to him in the control room. Uh, he cuts back to you and um, you sort of look at the elevator like, where is it? And then you sort of walk away. He taps on the screen, changing cameras again. You walk back to your car. And yep. I guess you go back to the crooked candle. Yep. And right. relay the information I've learnt to the rest of the team. Let's do this. Hmm. Yeah, let's do go. It. Do we all fit in the car? It is, uh, let's say it's an 80s Ferrari, a bit longer. It's got four seats. Yes. The back seats are, are very small, though. Mm. So, you... you um. Big Spoon. Who's, who's driving? I'll drive. Okay. Um, Spigs probably isn't going to fit in the back seat, so he'll have to sit in the passenger side. Damn it. I was going to just about to call a shotgun. Which <laughs> means Little Moss probably looks like this huge hulking dude with his hugging his legs if he's sitting in the car. Otherwise, I look um, like an oh. oversized baby. This is ridiculous. Does, does that make <laughs> An oversized baby, Greg. That's, that's him actually complaining as we're driving in the car. So does that make Gage a little spoon in the back then? <laughs> yeah, you're in the back. Okay. All right, you are in Broadside. Now, Darkhaven is usually um, what well, seems pretty bright because of all the advertising screens trying to sell people things. In Broadside, you have a little bit of that, like Times Square, where you've got all of the... Um, the billboards and signs and stuff, but these are all digital signs. But there are a lot of um, big neon signs for things like casinos and highbrow brothels and en- entertainment places like um, gaming arcades, VR arcades, um, indoor sports arenas for things like Rocket Spear and um, uh, what is it called? Um, Halo Racing which is like these bike sort of things that are just one giant wheel and they sit in the middle of them and they race around this track there are these massive tall skyscrapers with their um, company logos glowing like the sun on on the side of them and you are at the front of Bell Rune Inc uh, main tower you can see all of these beautiful ground cars and extravagant, ridiculous-looking hover cars all entering the underground parking. Out the front, you see a couple of guys patrolling some Nightwell security with submachine guns. There you are in the older model ground car, all four of you packed into it nice and tight. What are you doing? Cortain. I'll drive us casually without too much hurry to the um to the building and then i plan on just driving us down the uh driving us to where we need to go showing the creds and proceeding in an orderly fashion okay you drive you you wait in this little line all the way down to the third level where there's a ramp going down to the fourth there are some security guards, one with this sort of Geordie LaForge slash Cyclops looking visor thing uh, and like a, a radio headset sort of looking thing as well. And he's um, 
you notice that he's scanning some cars and he's not scanning others. Mm. Do you want to do a investigation or perception check to see why he might be doing that, or do you just want to wait in line? I'll uh, try an investigation, although the results will not impress. Okay. A three. <laughs> um, he's yeah. You're not sure. He's scanning some cars, but not others. Oh yeah, cool. I'll just wait. It gets to your turn, and he's got his visor, and uh, he says, "Hmm, my uh, uncle had one of these. Said, um, it's a pretty cool car, man. It's pretty cool. Just, uh, I'm not sure if you're gonna be able to get in though. That's that's the only problem here. Oh, that's a shame because I had. Uh... Hey, mate." Nah, I'll let him go. He's alright, you know. I think I'm... Have I seen you before, dude? I, f- I reckon I've fucking seen you before. Another security guard walks over. He's got this sort of North Darkhaven accent. Maybe. Maybe Do you go to the club scene much at all, man? I, f- I believe... I oh, reckon yeah. I've fucking seen you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've been... I've been... I've been part oh, of the club please. scene. Please let this happen. Oh, dude... Dude, I've seen your rap, man. Dude, I've fucking watched that shit so many times online, bro. Oh, man, that's a good rap, dude. Nah, 100%. I gotta take a shit. Do you remember that part? Yeah. Dude, what's your name? Danny? um, D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan, bro. Dude, nah, that's sick, dude. Nah, mate. And he taps the other dude on the shoulder who has the visor. <laughs> Fucking let him in, bro. Dude, this guy's sick, man. He's got heaps of... Dude, you you just recently went off um, social media, hey? Yeah, just couldn't couldn't deal with it. Couldn't deal with all the uh, all the attention, all, oh, all, all the women. Yeah, probably dudes too. Hey, yeah, nice. All right, come on. <laughs> let him through, boys. Come on. Go on, you. Go on, mate. Maybe get these these little um scratches on your car fixed up, but dude, you got plenty of money. It looks like social media. You'd have fucking advertising out the ass. Yeah, but it's like you know, it's <laughs> retro. You know, I don't want to seem too. You know, like I want, like I want a good car. All right, mate. Fair enough. <laughs> on you go. Okay, I drive forward, whiter than I've ever appeared before. <laughs> All right, you go down the ramp into level four, and ahead of you, you see a very well-lit area, and it's populated with people and ground cars and hover cars. All manner of expensive custom cars are being shown off before you, like a like a fancy showroom. Loud music is blaring. Doosh, doosh, doosh. Attractive people are wandering around. Some are standing in groups, chatting, having bevies and shit. Some are even watching some energetic drivers revving their engines, or more of the, um, more of the, I'd say, risk takers over on in the corner, over off in the corner there, doing some burnouts, or the ones in hover cars that are drifting around the columns of this car park. And as you pull up next to this, um, next to this really low Porsche looking car that has all this green neon and green wheels. This uh, douchey looking guy climbs out of it. Um, can you all roll perception checks? Each of you roll perception. Uh, Moss 10. Cortain 8. Gage 10. What did you get, Gage? 10. Spigs has put on his goggles for once. 
and rolled a 23. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. So, everybody but Spigs sees a dude yell, Dude, there's free booze over here, bro. Free booze. What the hell, man? And you see him, like, his half-elf snatch up a beer and start chugging it. And a whole bunch of bros in, like, Letterman jackets and shit. A guy with a, um, with 13 polos, pops each collar, walks up and he snatches up a beer and he's like, chug, 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 chug. Um, Spigs, you, um, you see a few things. You see that there are some, um, actually, what did you roll again? Sorry. 20, 23. Cool. I said 23, actually, well, just quickly, Gage checks to make sure that his um, revolver is, or his, sorry, his pistol's clean. <laughs> yep. Like just just looks inside, just, just, just making sure. <laughs> nice. Okay. You're going to have to shoot some douchebags. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaks, as you look out over the place, you notice that um, heaps of these people are packing. You see in like a, a dude wearing just a white shirt and like a sort of a billowy purple pants. He's got a purple hat on. You see that at his waist, um, he's got a um, holster with a submachine gun in it. You see another guy in a, um, in sort of like a, a like a college Letterman jacket. It's got a big neon uh, middle finger in the back of it, shining. You can see tucked in his waistband, there's a pistol. Uh, and as you go by, you see a woman. She's um, like spinning a revolver, and then she puts it in her purse, and uh, a whole bunch of her friends laugh she says something um you also see that amongst the crowd there is uh there are a couple gentlemen with these really um dark sunglasses like aviators and they have a little um dome-like augment on their neck and they seem to be pressing it every now and then and saying something under their breath you can distinguish distinguish those as um security guards dressed incognito all right, guys. Seems that uh, if we do start a fire fight, it's gonna be uh, guns blazing everywhere. Yeah, that's that's not gonna be good for us to get a car out of here, let alone four. Are the windows tinted of this car? Which one? The one that we're in. Uh it's top down, so there's no um, there's no roof oh, on it. There's no windows. Okay. Okay. So uh, maybe we should find somewhere to stay back and wait for the main event to happen and then once everyone's inside we can have a better look around mm, yeah definitely but what's what's the plan when uh after we've looked around are we just gonna all hop into random cars and just drive them out or are we gonna try to distract the guards well do you all want to um look for the cars and maybe tag them in your ar um look for the cars that you need to steal or you want to steal yeah. That sounds good. Yes, yeah, so there was two that we have to steal, and then the other two are of our choice. Correct. Okay. We'll find the two cars that we need to steal, and the other two cars... We'll look for two of the easiest to steal cars. Did we also want to do anything with um, Little Moss's contact? Did we want to Did we want to meet him? Uh, nah. Nah, we don't need to fight. We can, uh, while they're distracted with the... Uh, gladiatorial combat we can just be stealing their stuff so we jump we get out of the car and start scoping out the cars like casually walking around grabbing some beers yeah i'm gonna go to get some, some beers 
Okay, I would like everyone to roll a um, perception or investigation check. Your choice. Yeah. Investigation. Oh, 18 for Cortain. Oh, 23 for Moss. <laughs> uh, get a crit for Gage. Nice. Spigs is too preoccupied with all the different cars, and he rolled 8 for investigation. Okay. Luckily, enough of you rolled high enough that you can you tag the two cars that you need. Um, now, if you quickly look in the Google Hangouts, I just posted a link. Can your can you guys open that? Does that allow you to? Cars with a ZPG. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So, what you guys need, which one, which you, which the three of you have tagged, and now because you can see it in your AR. You need the Solaris 88 Racer, so that top left one, the red. That's sick. You need the mm. um, Eclipsis Z, which is a hover car, and that's the top right. Oh, dibs, dibs. Do you, do you now drive a hover car? <laughs> well, I, it can't be too different from a <laughs> board. <laughs> it's just got wheels. Wait, no, it doesn't. It's a hover car. <laughs> I'll be fine. Dibs. Okay. Now, the other cars the other cars that are on that image um which I will upload to Facebook so that uh, when this episode is aired, people can have a look and see what um sort of images that uh, we've used. But so we've got Little Moss has chosen to take the Eclipsis Z and who wants to take the Solaris 88? Gage will take it because he grabbed the information about it. Cool. Uh, that means Cortain and Spigs, you get to choose uh, any of those cars there. Spigs is totally, he's totally swept up by the windswept gear up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. That one <laughs> is it. like, that's... That's an almost like an antique hover car. Nice. Doesn't make any sense. Which which one is the closest to the beer? The closest to the beer? Yeah. Um you not nah, you get to choose what car you like the look of the most. I'd say, I'd say I'd say for like Cortain, I would assume that he would pick the Dread Track 6x6. Because mm. it's so much like his his car. But but maybe I wouldn't want to give it away. Like, I'll steal it and I'll be like, this is mine now. <laughs> it's my house. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. I'll, I'll steal or, that one. Or, or he'd be like, that would be the one that he'd be most like, oh, I know how this, I know how this drives. Like, uh, you understand it better just due to driving your own car. Yeah, I was also thinking like, which is, is will be the easiest to, to get out of here. Um, like, that's yeah. a really big car. And it's true. I'm gonna grab it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest one. I'll fucking yeah, take I, it. I was like halfway through that sentence. What am I doing? It's a big cup. <laughs> I want a big cup. All right. So you, they're the cars that you're gonna want. Um, do you guys want to quickly roll any uh, checks to to sort of um, investigate these cars further? Hmm. Yep. Maybe oh. I will say, if Gage, if you want to do like a security check on these cars, I will um, 
I will get you to roll two security checks, one for ground cars, one for hover cars. I want, sorry, a hacking check or an mm-hmm. arcana check to see what sort of security they have. Um, one for ground, one for hover. Okay. So ground. Um, 22. 22. Okay. Both of these have um, some pretty good security. Uh, wheel lock, steering wheel lock, so that um, when the car is in security mode, um, you can't actually turn the steering wheel. Uh, alarms and um, the dread track, you see that there's a special piece of custom software in there that triggers a shotgun that is placed under the uh, steering wheel. <laughs> Oh man, I don't want to give that oh, car away. <laughs> and um and for the hover ones? Oh man, uh 25. Okay. So the um ellipsis has a um GPS locator tracker in it. Uh, basic security sort of stuff like I said before. Um instead of wheel lock, it has a thing called anchor which basically means the um the engine con- like will just shut shut off completely uh and basically a large an- anchor like device will drop out of the bottom of it um and pull it down down to the ground is that based on like the key or something so if the key is not in within range or whatever it will do that correct cool so um gage tells spigs about that so like maybe oh, no, you that's could- that, that's the one for little moss yeah, but maybe he tells him so for him to make something. Ah, like yeah. So Spix, could you? Uh, this this has a security system that locks it down based on the key. Is it possible for you to try and um clone that key information or something like that so that uh you can give that to Little Moss so he can drive the car? Why don't we just steal the key? True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the Gyra windswept. That has a um, oh, oh. basically a security code that you've got to flick in. Oh, I thought it still have like it would have an old fashioned key on it. Because is there like the the like the owner is like a guy hanging around the car that speaks like goes up and looks at you talk to. This is well, this is information that Gage is learning right now. Oh. Um, but yeah, there's inside the car. There's like a little number pad, and you have to type a code in to um, to unlock the security system. But there is a key to start it. Yeah. So through the AR gauge passes on that information as he's walking around. Cool. And as you're as you guys are um looking at the cars and tagging them in the in your AR, the music changes and a speaker announces The Gladium awaits you all. It is now time for you to make your way inside. Our warriors are ready to fight. Your credits are ready to be spent. And you are all, no doubt, ready to have one heck of a night. Everyone begins to enter as these big doors open up to inside of the building. Um, you see um, a big sort of holographic display over the doors. There's like all this holographic confetti and the words in like a um, sort of a uh, very metal looking um, font. Gladium, fight to the death. Uh, you 
notice that um, the Nightwell security guards have um, sort of, they sort of click on in a sense and they like start paying attention to more, start paying attention more, people start to move their way inside. Do you guys go along with the crowd inside the building? Hmm. Is there is there a nearby toilet we can go hide in, or a stairwell, <laughs> like true heroes? <laughs> There's only an elevator, um, off in the sort of distance. Or what if we just open the elevator doors and close them, but don't go anywhere? Um, can Gage try and casually move behind the dread tracks? Like it's a pretty big car. <laughs> like as as like kind of the people are moving away, he just kind of like. Just casually stealths and then like tries to av- avoid the guards through okay. the car park. Roll stealth. Yeah. You said the word too, so I have I to did. make you roll it. Nineteen. Nineteen with a plus two. Yes. Okay. You sneak behind the dread track. You're sort of ducking behind it between that and um, the rip turn type S. Um, and you're hiding there. What are the rest of you doing? Hmm. Was little boss still going to the fight? I don't need to anymore. I'm gonna go to the elevator. Alright. As you start to walk that way, a security guard sort of nearby, he's like, Buddy, uh, you can't go that way. The event is on. You have to enter the building so everybody's cars are nice and secure. Uh, if you need to take a piss, there are toilets inside. Please do not piss on anybody's car. Look, is there, is there a toilet out here? I don't, I don't really want to go to the toilet in there. I'm a, I'm a bit, I'm a, a bit, bit of a private guy. Well, there are private toilets. Like I said, sir, you have to make your way inside. Everybody has to go inside. Nobody can stay out here. Is, at all. is there any, is there any other security officer? in sight, like nearby. Yes, there are three others nearby. Since this guy has called out to you saying, hey, yeah, yeah. blah, 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 these other, these other guys have uh, started to pay attention. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. I'll, uh, I'll make, look, I'll make a lot of noise. I'll be like, don't you know who I am? All this kind of stuff, so that more attention is drawn to me, giving the other guys more cover. Performance. Oh, damn. Sir, I don't give a fuck who you are. Get inside, or we're going to have to call down the security van and we're going to lock you up until the event is done. You've obviously had a bit too much to drink. You know the rules of the Gladium. Fine, I'll just go and spend my credits then. Very good, sir. Thank you very much for uh, taking part in the Gladium and enjoying the entertainment. He nods to you, and then he nods towards the door. Okay. Alright, what's Spigs doing? Spigs was... He was standing behind one of the, the security guards as Cortez was giving all this disruption and was trying to get a like signal from him whether or not him and Boss should not knock out the other guards. But obviously, he didn't see that signal. So, he's like, oh, oh sorry for our friend. And like, he like takes uh, Cortez away from the security guards to the stadium. Okay, what's Little Moss doing? Um, Little Moss is stealthing, trying to remain inconspicuous. Alright, roll a stealth check. And inconspicuous, you mean you're going with the crowd, or you're just trying to hide somewhere? 
Uh, I'm not going with the crowd. I want to stay behind. Uh, yep. And I rolled a 21. Okay. You duck behind. You duck and roll underneath one of the cars that's not too low to the ground. Good. Everyone makes their way inside, including Cortain and Spigs. As, uh, hold on. Just before we go into the stadium, can we duck around a corner and apply... Uh, oh, it's not really stealthy. But the spell Sanctuary... Is that more a combat spell, or can I use it to disguise ourselves? No, it's like a combat spell. You put a big shield up around yourself. Yeah. Lame. I was going to try and do that. All right. Well, it looks like we're headed You enter the gladiatorium. It's a massive area. Probably uh, some refurbished or repurposed loading area for maybe materials or tests or whatever for the um, labs above. And you see in the um, on the same level as you, the same floor, there is a cage in a um, like a hexagon sort of cage in the very center. Uh, so uh, there is like this light shimmer across it, and all these sort of patterns and stuff. There are balconies overlooking the cage, uh, surrounding the area. There are plushy chairs facing the cage. There are bars and platforms with dancers on them. Red lights are shining on the dancers in the bar. The announcer that you heard before speaks again. His boom, his booming voice sort of echoes out of these speakers. Tonight's warriors will step out into a ring and may not leave alive. Well, one of them will leave alive. The other will leave in a body bag. And everyone laughs. Those of you who have pre-purchased the rights will get a chance to choose a weapon for one of the fighters. Tonight's fighters will be Brutarm Jackson. And he will take on the favorite in this arena, Orc Lord Midnighter. As the announcer says their names, there's various screens all over the place show sort of um, introduction cutscenes. Brutarmed Jackson. He um, he has like this military-like intro. All of these missiles flying off into the air and explosions behind him um, with like guitar solos. He's wearing like camo pants and like um, this crisscrossing um, sort of sort of suspenders with bullet like bullet belts. And he has a um, an augmented right arm and. Um, He's got stubble and a cigar. It cuts to like it goes black and cuts to a um, like a dark city. Two pink neon eyes open up, and the sound of like someone going <laughs> and charging. The thumping of their boots. <laughs> then there's like this cougar dinosaur sort of roar. <laughs> Wait, what kind of cougar? <laughs> like a uh, like an animal cougar. Oh, okay. Everyone cheers, Can't and then it mate. shows Orc Lord Midnighter, and it's this big beefy orc. He's got uh, two augmented eyes that are glowing like a bright neon pink. These huge tusks. He has um, both of his forearms are like augmented, and he has um, two blades sort of sticking, or one blade on each arm sticking out from um, sort of the kind of like the predator 
he like in in the in the video he like picks up a um, like a fire hydrant, like rips it out of the ground and then throws it onto the ground and then roars again in that bestial sort of roar. Um, do you either of you want to roll a perception for me? Yeah. Actually, both of you need to roll it. So, so Spigs is obviously look who's got those on here because he rolled a four. Nineteen. Actual natural one. You rolled a natural one. Yeah. Okay. So as you're watching this video and you or these videos on the screen, and you're walking forward, Cortain at your side, Cortain, you see um, you see in here nearby, you you see this um this elf standing there holding like a uh, a wine glass without a stem, sipping at it. He's laughing. And he's saying, I can't believe that the Eclipsus Z cost me almost nothing. My father knew uh, one of the developers and he was able to basically give us the car for free. Not that we didn't need to pay for it. I could buy, I don't know, 3,000 of these hover cars if, I, if they made 3,000 of them, that is. <laughs> that guy is um, basically the guy who owns... The vehicle that little moss wants to steal mm. who's got that little uh, device which will unlock the car he's got long like hippie like hair where he like blue tinted glasses he has blue tinted glasses his hair is quite long it is dyed like a, a lavender color he's wearing this uh white suit um, you can see on the side of his head he has some neon um augment tattoos they're changing different patterns and they're glowing different colours. Uh, as you're watching and listening to this Cortain, Spigs bump into somebody. Spigs, as you look up, you see a man. It's pretty familiar. He's wearing a cowboy hat, a nice suit with a, uh, a glowing tie. He's got some stubble. He looks down as you look up. It's Turbo from the Edict of Hire. Mm. And he says, What the fuck are you doing here? And that's where we'll leave this episode. having one how quick you could get down to the tavern <laughs> I wouldn't need one I never leave or actually when I do leave I teleport I'm Kratz the interdimensional demon bard I'll be seeing you next time traveler
Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, making sure that I get my uh, Power Ranger toys that I lost when I was about 10 years old. Thank you for finding them and delivering them back to me. I really like how you can press the button on their belt and their head flicks around from the Power Ranger helmet to the, um, the character face that they had. Um, next Tuesday I'll invite you over to come and play Power Rangers with me. I've got the Megazord toy as well, so it's going to be heaps of fun. We should totally do a Power Ranger podcast. <laughs> Website beyond the dice.com. Well, sorry, Travis, can you say that again with some more energy? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Website beyond the dice.com. Yeah, baby. Instagram is also pretty fun. Maybe we'll find the little channels on just before. We take DD, RPG, nerd slash dick pics. Check them out there. What, what pics? Dick pics. You definitely <laughs> oh, okay. said dick pics. <laughs> okay, good. As long as we understood it. You know what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that goes against the community filters, mate. Yeah. You know how many pictures I've had um, reported? No. They couldn't zoom in that far. <laughs> yeah, they could. And they need... Yeah, that's it. Enhance. <laughs> Sorry, Peter, where was our Instagram at? <laughs> it was at Beyond the Dice. Thanks, bro. Uh, we, All right. We also have a Facebook page, and you can get some news from there on upcoming releases. At facebook.com forward slash btdpod. Um, also, if you have any time, uh, could you please give us a review on iTunes? It's a great way for more people to find out about us. Um, yeah, we'd love that. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And uh, may you not spill anything on your pants when in public. Cheerio, Governor. I spilled tea today. It's terrible. Okay. Bye, boy. Bye. Um, their mission. Did I say Thundercunt? <laughs> Close. Thundercunt. <laughs> but you just said it then. <laughs> Thundercunt. You said Thundercunt. It was, it was oh, horrible, whatever it's it was. like, and our mate's fucking cunt was just like, yeah, he gave us a bit of yeah, fucking thunder gunk. He was, he was giving our, our mercenary friends the mission, um, oh, which was dear. to get into... And that's what we'll leave this episode. Nice. Did you have to yep. put a cowboy hat on for that second rendition? Yeah, I did. I had to reach down and grab my <laughs> cowboy hat for it. It's always at the ready. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs>